So, hi everyone, this is Len and you are listening to another episode of The Middle Manager Show. Today, we will talk about the art of feedback and managing difficult conversations with a special guest, of course, all the way from Singapore. She is currently part of the leadership team of Spurwing Communications and has more than 15 years of experience in public relations and communications. She has worked with clients and partners from different industries such as FMCGs, consumer healthcare, technology, fashion, and so much more. And not only that, her communication campaigns have won numerous awards. She describes herself as a curious catalyst who is energized by new topics, ideas, and information. And she is very passionate about motivating people and sparking positive change. But of course, personally, I know her as one of the people I've looked up to since I started my career, especially in public relations. So ladies and gentlemen, our guest for today is Ampi Corpus. Hi Ampi, welcome to the show and how are you? Hi, Len. Hello, everyone. I'm good. Thank you. I'm <laughs> super excited to be chatting with you today. How are you there? I'm good. Um, everything, there is light at the end of the tunnel, as they say. Really? Things are That's getting, or things, I mean, travel restrictions are being lifted oh, slowly okay. but surely. So. At least um, that's something that we look forward to, like, like traveling again once everything is safer. Okay, so of course I don't okay. want to keep you waiting, and we'll we'll get started, right? Tell us, uh, sure. of course, the first question would always be, tell us about your current company and role, and how did you get there? Okay, so I currently work at a specialist communications agency. Uh, it's it's Perwin Communications. We specialize in um, healthcare, food and nutrition communications. So we're um, catering towards uh, specific sectors. Um, I have been in the company for three years. I'm part of the leadership team, uh, mostly looking after the client pillar of the business, um, but also contributing to the people business as well. Um, so supporting in that um, people aspect. I have been in different, um, I would say, networked agencies here in Singapore. I'm happy with where I am now. Um, I feel challenged and engaged. That's good. Actually, when you, you, you've been in client or account management for a very long time, and now you're also doing leadership, so more also on the people side, right? A, a lot about managing is handling people right so it's really about mm-hmm. relationship building and whatnot uh i always ask my guests to bring it back to that time when it was their first time to manage other people so the question will be can you try to remember that time wherein you were first it was your first time as a manager and what were mm. the main challenges you encountered especially in terms of handling your own team and then how did you overcome them um I guess before I start talking about feedback and you know the how to handle difficult conversations, I would like to just frame what I'm going to say in this chat. That um, the examples or the situations I will be giving are based on cumulative experience, so it's not specific to um, the company I'm working with right now, or you know. Um, the company I worked before Spurwing, so it's um, a combined experience. 
I started line managing when I was at Campaigns PR. And uh, I don't know, it just felt natural to me, I guess, to line manage. I would say I was lucky in that I had good people um, working with me. But yes, there were different personalities, different quirks. But I never really found it challenging, I guess, to manage these people because we were on the same wavelength. Uh, we shared a common goal of, you know, delivering, um, I guess, the best service to our clients. We wanted to uh, be, you know, always uh, create the best work. Um, and we challenged each other as well. So I was, I was really lucky uh, to be working with, with, with them. Um, it's, uh, I would always approach and I always consider myself as a too much actually, uh, a nurturing kind of line manager. Um, so like a mother in a way, <laughs> but along the way I discovered that it can be uh, detrimental too. It can be you know, it can be too much of it is not good. Um, but that's how I've started approaching my line managing. Um, so it was when I needed to give feedback, it would always be just, you know, out of genuine interest towards that person to be better at what she does. And, and if we talk about difficult conversation, so it's the managing upwards, I found really difficult and I had to do it because um, our relationship with the client was at risk. So that's interesting when you said that it naturally occurred to you to line manage people. Because I don't think it's like, for example, those that I'm... So there are some people that I've handled over the years and also now. Some of them, it doesn't seem like it naturally occurs that they want to manage other people. Some of them actually just want to focus on a certain expertise. You know, what triggers you to actually talk to or how you nurture your team is because you're naturally curious about their potential and about what yep. they can do. And now that you said it, it's actually one of the things that can keep you going when you're a manager to have that curiosity about other people. But of course, yeah. you also said you have difficult conversations, but this time it's different. It's managing up, which leads me to actually to my next question. Um, in our previous episodes, we actually talked about building confidence in managing, mm -hmm. especially in a diverse workplace, right? And part of building that confidence is also being able to handle difficult conversations. And most of the time, there's you don't have time to practice. Like you only learn to build that confidence when you're already there and you have to do it. So mm. the question now will be, what are the types of difficult conversations you've had over the years? And you know, maybe the most important when you're a first-time manager? Like, maybe you can give an example and then how best to approach it. Um, I also had to give feedback about uh, someone's performance um, because there is, despite, you know, the guidance, the mentoring, etc., there was no, there, were, there weren't any changes. Um, it seemed like, that person wasn't really getting what, you know, what the feedback I was giving her. Um, so I found it really hard. Um, it came to a point that, you know, I just had to be straightforward. 
I would link this to what I said earlier about being nurturing. I am uh, naturally a nurturing kind of line manager, um, but line managing that specific person, you know, it came to a point, there was a real realization at some point that this is not going to work for her anymore. There is also feedback that I had to give to a client because that client wasn't treating my or our team well. That is also a different, a, a diff- that's a different conversation and it requires a different approach uh, because, you know, the business is on the line at the end of the day. So it, it usually I would approach difficult conversations with clients by jotting down my talking points first. If it's a very crucial conversation, whether it's with a person or with a uh, with your line report or your client um, or your boss, I always believe in pre- preparation, and that means really, you know, finding the headspace to write down what you needed to say and to say it in a way that is constructive, um, not offensive, um, and to deliver that feedback in a way that doesn't, you know, I guess squash the confidence of that person or or incite some some sort of anger. Uh, sometimes I would even consult my, you know, my peers, like my co-directors or, yeah, someone senior than me and say, what do you think of this? If I say this, how does this sound to you? Do you think it's, yeah, it's more like getting feedback before you actually do the actual thing of giving feedback because you know some some people would be able to provide value and give that insight and observation that probably you haven't even noticed probably didn't even consider yes actually i do have a follow up question like um i i agree with preparation is key but how far do you prepare like me- is it also mentally emotionally because i would assume or at least based on my experience I also needed to prepare myself emotionally and mentally w- before I even talk to the other person. That's one. And then the other one is, do you also prepare scenarios in your head? Like, if these are your talk points and this is how he or that he or she will answer, do you have scenario planning in your head? Do you go that far? Yeah. Um, yes. I do consider different scenarios. And I prepare my yeah mentally and emotionally i have had an experience where i needed to break a negative uh i would say news or update to a person and that one took a really you know took a big toll on me uh, mentally and emotionally because um what i was about to deliver was something that would impact her life uh, not her life in general, not just her professional life. There was scenario planning. Um, there were a lot of conversations that happened. Um, you know, I had to create, I had to talk to a professional HR consultant, for example, and align, you know, um, on some key points, um, align on how to deliver what I needed to deliver Something that also needs to be considered um, is inviting someone to join you. Mm. If you're going to give, uh, 
if you're going into a difficult conversation with someone or give a very, very difficult feedback because um, you needed that, I guess, that third party to be objective um, and be that observer and be the one to mediate if necessary. It's not an easy thing to do. That's why, you know, it's, it's um, especially if you're the type of person who can be emotional. I, you know that I have been suffering from mental, you know, uh, anxiety disorder, right? So whenever I would go into these types of conversations, I really need to prepare myself and sometimes just try to psych myself up and say that, okay, this, this, is, ju- this is work. You just need to do it. And you just, if, if you needed to do it, um, you know, this might happen to you. So I kind of just anticipate what toll it would take on my body and just, you know, be ready for it and accept it. Yes, it's really emotionally tasking and you have to prepare for it. But like, also, you have to make sure that there's also time wherein you debrief after, right? So that's also important, like after all these difficult conversations there should be some space for you to 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 relax or even just to debrief with someone on how what happened mm, yeah um and i think that's also something that especially new managers will need to to accept that that it's part of the job and part of you know managing people is also getting into those difficult conversations and knowing yeah. how to manage yourself after so of course mm. we've talked about having giving feedback and having those difficult conversations. Of course, we also want to describe to our listeners what great feedback look like. So maybe you can share with us the best feedback you've gotten in your work experience or you've given to someone. I have to think about the greatest feedback I've received. <laughs> but uh, in terms of giving feedback, I was lucky to you know, uh, be working in an agency where there is a standard I guess there is a framework for how to properly give feedback. And that's where that in that in that agency, that's where I was really able to hone um the art of giving feedback um and the art of you know um handling or managing difficult conversations. Um because there were a set of guide rails for me to follow. I get the main thing or things I learned from the that framework. Uh, we had in my old agency was that be specific with your feedback. Um, it's, you know, saying to someone that you presented so well is not a good feedback. But when you say that presentation was good because you were articulate, because you were clear in your storytelling, you were able to, you know, linger on a specific slide and really explain the rationale of that specific slide or whatever it is you're saying in that specific slide that's the best feedback it it's it's you know it's specificity it's given giving an example it's um you focus on what the outcome of that action was um rather than the emotion you felt um after hearing that feedback. So for example, what is a helpful feedback is when you say that we're talking about giving the right brief or directions, right? Um, a helpful feedback would be um, 
when you give your directions, um, please specify what it is, what format do you want me to like submit to you, or um, like how many hours do you need me to work on this, or um, are there any watch outs in how I write the copy, for example, like these things that these things these 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 should be questions that should be raised um, when you're the one receiving feedback. So we, you know, these things I have to learn as well um, as I go through my career. Yeah. What was your other question? I think that's it because you mentioned you have to think about what's the great feedback that you got like over the years. I think I would say ultimately the great feedback that I have received from people was, uh, you know, me being one of their mentors. I mean, I've heard that from you. I've heard that from the other people I worked with uh there in manila i've heard that from the people i line managed here in singapore in my old agencies why is it the greatest it's because i knew that i had contributed to the development of that person and um although it makes me feel old whenever <laughs> someone would say that to me i also feel not even proud it's more like oh my gosh like i have a legacy in a way um, because I knew that I did the right thing. And when I know that these people flour- flourished in their careers because I was part of their um, lives, you know, that, that, that ultimately is the greatest feedback. Um, that's, that's the best. And, you know, that's actually connected to also one of the things in our previous episode um, when we said that in one of our previous episodes where... Uh, yeah, managing is actually tough but because we are handling people, but at the same time, it's also very rewarding because when you're able to impact, you know, the the growth of other people, that's actually something. And as you said, I think the perfect word would be it's a legacy. So yeah. actually, that gives that leads me to my last question. Uh, what will be oh, your wow, advice? Okay. To, <laughs> yes. So because I don't want to keep you. And I know you're very busy. So what will be your advice to new managers, especially those who just got promoted, you know, anticipating all the possibility of getting into difficult conversations and having to give um, feedback? What will be your advice? I have a few, I guess, tips. One is uh, to keep learning, to not stop becoming better. So do that by reading. Think of a person or people you want to emulate, um, whether it's within the industry you're operating in or outside, and observe how that person behaves and how he or she acts. You introduced me as a curious catalyst. Uh, Curiosity is very important when it comes to managing people because you need to, A, find out the personality of the people you are managing. B, find out, you know, the, I guess, their quirks, um, what energizes them, what they're passionate about, uh, what, you know, demotivates them. Um, 
curiosity because you want to know where they want to get to uh, or where to get to in the next few years or next few months. Um, one tip as well is that um, talk to your peers, get feedback, not just from your peers actually. So talk to your seniors because they've been through the same experience, the same journey. They have a lot of insights to share, intel to share. Finding your style of managing is also something that you need, you will have to discover on your own. And that's, that goes back to what I said about keep learning, keep reading. Thank you so much, Ampi, and thank you for being part of this podcast. And you? Yes, so I hope to see you when I get to visit Singapore. <laughs> I know. Okay. So, of okay, course. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you so much. So, thank you everyone for listening. Join us in our next episode. Tune in next Monday at 6 p.m. Manila time. And then don't forget to follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Instagram, and join our private community and LinkedIn. Till next time, I am Len, and this is the Middle Manager Show. <laughs>